0: Good morning, welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yoredea, Chela Ksheni, Hilcho Elon, Kilei Aleph. We're in middle of paragraph He, we're up to the subparagraph that begins with the words, V'zeh Bechinas ma'ashem avuor tato, me'kabla and we actually were in middle of that paragraph. Maybe we'll start from the beginning of that paragraph. We dedicate the to learning today, Lilo Nishmas, Rebel Yezeb, Reb Nosn Yaakov, Bas Rabbi Harini Kaporas Mishkovom, and Lilo Nishmas Zahavalei Bas Avroham Yitzchot Vyaakov, and Tzipkarivka Bas Reb Hillel. Bas Reb Avram, yes. And Lilo Nishmas, all those that need, and Lilo Nishama. And for a complete refu Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Baskalia, Rochel Baskalia, Noyanahoma Baskalia, Bascalia, Idis Bas Miriam Brayndal, Michal Sora Bas Hadassah, Gitte Ganendol Bas Sipoira, Lebalea Bas Sipoira, Ben Rochel, Malkehinda Bas Kreindel, Shloma Ben Rivka sprinzer Yen Tesoro Bas Chana Rus, Ruvay Moishe Ben Rochel, Menachem, Ben Rishabasha, Chayobrocha Bas Perl, Daniel Boruch ben Sora, Leib ben Zhenia, Moshe Mendel ben Leah Ben Yom and Yitzchok ben Libo, Eliyahu ben Miriam Rus, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Avram David ben Chana, Shlom ben Mazel, Aviv Achaya ba Sister Mendel, Besoyich Shar Choele Yisrael. We said that this halacha is based on chapter 11 in Likut Imran, Zal says now, The lower Yechud, which is receives from the upper Yechud, from Shema Yisroel. The lower Yechud, meaning those Jews who observe the lower level of Shemira Sabris, receive from the Tzadikim who observe the higher level of Shemira Sabris. And it's for this reason that at the time of creation, when Hashem created all the vegetation, He did not specify when it came to the grass, the low low vegetation, that they must go out, each one individually, separately, according to its own type. But rather, Hashem gave that warning only to the trees, who are tall. And as we learned earlier, the small ones need to learn a Kalvachoymer from the greater ones, that if when it comes to the greater ones, Hashem has to specify instructions for them to be careful, how much more so the smaller ones have to be careful. Ki Lilmoid because the smaller ones, those on a, who are on a lower level, must learn only from those who are on a higher level. Hainu meaning ki iker shmirosam ali de because the people who are on a lower level, their ability to, to keep tikkun abris and, and other things, they receive only through the help that they get from the higher-level people. Shalom de Mehem, they learn from them Ume Mehem, Hakeduha And we receive from those who are on the higher level, from them we receive holiness and, and the ability to, to guard ourselves. And with this, we understand why, when it comes to trees, there is no mitzvah, there is no isur specifying that we're not allowed to put the seeds of one tree next to a different tree. Rakish godel. It's only when the tree already starts growing and becomes a tree. Oz Daika. That's when the Eser of Kilaim regarding trees applies. which means the Isra of grafting a branch of one species of tree, grafting it onto a branch of a different species of tree. Kiho that because as we mentioned earlier, the trees here represent those who are on the higher level, the tzaddikim, the great people. They don't need to be warned so much. They don't need to be that, that careful. They are in the category where the Torah says that Hashem protects tzaddikim. They have a special shmira from Hashem that they shouldn't do anything wrong. However, the only area where great people, even tzaddikim, must be very careful is... Shegam Sabris, where even people who are in a high at Tzadikim need to be careful regarding Shmira Sabris, Where they need to be careful is just to avoid falling into any type of gaiva because they are great, because they're tsadiquin. As Rabbein explains this over there in chapter 11 on Likud Emran, that arrogance and pigama bris are connected to each other. There's a pasuk that Rabbein quotes in several places, eishes ish nefesh yekoro hi a, a married woman who wants to commit a sin, she traps nefesh yikara. She traps a precious, unimportant soul. So, those people who are important have to be extremely careful regarding the issue of Gaiva, that if they have Gaiva, that could make them very vulnerable to Pigama Bris. Vialkeim, Hatzadikim, Sheheim Bebechinas, Ilona Ravrava. And therefore, the tzaddikim, whom the zohar kadosh refers to as a a great tree, shekvar zochol etachlas hakdusha b'shelmos, who have already achieved the highest level of holiness in tikkun habris lebechinas yichude ilah, the upper yichud, meaning that their relationship is only from Shabbos to Shabbos, bevaday enoi misyorei oiv me'ahit zohar betayva hagashmi eschas v'shun. A tzaddik on that level doesn't have to be afraid anymore of the physical desire for sin in terms of pigama bris. the hurak Migeus, Where he does require to be very careful is regarding gaiva, shehu bechin which is associated with committing sins with women, chaseshaun. And this is where we see a hint to this in the laws regarding kilayim as it pertains to trees. Regarding trees, planting trees, apple trees, orange trees, things like that, there is no isur of planting the seeds of an apple tree next to an orange tree or something like that. Kikisha zoyren zroim shel hoylan ba'aretz ein ba'yisrokelayim. When we're planting seeds of a tree in the ground, there is no concern of kilayim of mixing two different species. Hainu, what this teaches us regarding to what we're speaking about here is kishahat zadek shul elon keshul be'chinas katnos ve'shiflos. When a tzaddik who is compared to a tree, remember we saw in the story of the the meraglim when the meraglim were being sent on their mission, Moshe Rabbeinu said, "Go see, hayesh bo Im Go see, is there a tree in Eretz Yisrael or not? And Rashi points out from there, over there from the Gemara, that he said, "Go see, is there a tzaddik whose merit could possibly protect?" the nations that are in Eretz and could prevent us from being able to defeat them. So we see the tree represents an Odom Godol, a great person, a tzaddik. As So now, when the tzaddik, the tree, is in the state of katnus and shiflutz, when it's in the state of seeds, it hasn't grown yet, it's being planted. K'mo Yehazroim like seeds which are very small, the Nezroim baritz they are planted in the ground, Bechina shiflus, which also represents humility. venafshi offer When we ask Hashem to help us to be humble, we say, Let me be like the offer, like the dirt into which we're putting these seeds. Oz, ein boy Isur kilayim klaal. At that point, there is no restriction at all regarding the seeds of different trees. That you're going to put into the ground next to each other, no problem. Because when the tzaddik is in the ground, when the tzaddik is in katnus, when he has humility, he doesn't need any shmirah. Because we can be can, we can be positive that no other species. Will attach itself to him. Will 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 get mixed up with him, meaning that he'll go out of bounds in any way. Chas in Pigama bris, ki lo yeune latzadik because again, there's a pasuk that tells us that a tzadik has a special shmirah, a special protection from heaven when when he's bekatnus, meaning when he has this humility. And it's for this reason that a tzaddik is permitted to lower himself, to go down to the place of regular people and to go to their sort of gatherings. To get involved with regular people who are not talmidei chachamim and who are not so religious, in order to bring holiness to them and to help them be choser b'tshuva. Because a complete tzaddik, one who is tzaddik Gomor, he doesn't have to be afraid that any of their negativity will attach itself to him and pull him down. Because the Torah stresses that no bad will happen to the tzaddik. The only thing that he does need to be very careful about is chas gaiva. b'chinas isor harkova And with this we understand why grafting a branch from one type of tree onto a different type of tree is forbidden. men Because when the tree comes forth from the ground... And it rises up as a tree. Then we have to be very careful not to graft the tree with a tree of an, a branch from a tree of another type. What this means is when the tzaddik rises up and be, to greatness, then. The main, the main guarding that's required is to stay within your own species. Shehu Shmira Sabris, which is what Shmira <speaking in> Sabris <Hebrew> is all about. Ki Oz Shmira Because when the tzaddik becomes great, <clears throat> then he requires major, major protection that he shouldn't get trapped into Gaiva. Shehu <speaking> in <Hebrew> Bechina Whereas when the tzaddik is is small, like seeds, which are being planted in the ground, these seeds that are going to result in a tree, then it doesn't require any protection, doesn't have to be distant from any other seeds. Because the main shmirah that's required is when he becomes great, when he rises up like a tree that rises up from the ground. Then he needs special protection to stay within his own type, meaning to to stay within boundaries. He shouldn't get trapped in gaiva, but rather he should be able to continue rising to higher and higher levels, b'bechinas leminehu, Shmira Sabris, with the proper controls, which is Shmira Sabris, shehu bechinas anovo be'emes. And Shmira Sabris goes together with real humility, like Moshe Rabbeinu, whom the Torah testifies that as great as he was, he had the strong humility, and therefore he was protected in terms of Shmira Sabris, question in the chat in the chapter on the Kutimran that this haloch is based on chapter 11 Rabbein Azal says that there is Yehuda Elo and Yehuda Tato which are Shma and Boroshem and then he explains that the former is represented by Tzadikim who unite with their wives only on Shabbos while the latter is represented by simple people who are also with their wives during the week but what's the connection between these Yehudim and the parts of Shema and the number of times that... The answer is, we mentioned this previously a little bit, we mentioned that there are six words in the Shema and there are six words in Baruch Shem, And the number six represents Yesoid, the Sphere of Yesoid, which is the sixth Sphere. That's why Yosef is bigimatriya, six times Yudke Vovke. Yosef is called tzaddik. Yosef is the one who passed an incredible test in Shmira Sabris. That's one of the ways that we see that the Shema represents the (coughs) Yechud this higher level of Shmira Sabris, and Shem represents the lower level. I'm sure there are other ways, other connections. I, I don't know of it at this moment. Hashem. With this, we complete this subject of Hilchus Kilei Elon, the laws of Kilaim as it pertains to trees. Now we go into Hilchus Kilei Kerem, <clears throat> the laws of Kilaim as it pertains to a vineyard, which we touched on previously. About when you're planting a vineyard, you're not allowed to plant seeds of grain in that in close proximity. To the, to the grape seeds, you know, from which you're planting the grape vines. It doesn't say it here, but it, would, it seems that Kile HaKerem Aleph was included. We had it before earlier in one of the laws of Kilei Ho'ilon. This halacha will be based on chapter 4 in Likud Imran, in the first half of Likud Imran, Imran, study that entire chapter from beginning to end to have a solid base for this halacha. However, Rav Zal is going to give us a pretty solid summary up front now of that chapter in Likud Imran to summarize what Rabbein Azal speaks about over there, when a Jew says confession to Hashem in the presence of a Talmud Chacham, that is one of the major items that helps return the Malchus, the kingdom of Kidusha which has fallen into the domain of the Sitrahra to be able to take it out of there and bring it back to its proper place, to its roots.. And then what happens is the Malchus, which is represented by Hashem's name Elohim. There's a pos Ve, Malki Mikedem. Hashem is my king from way back. Which is the concept of Midas Hadin, Dina da Malchus Adina. the Malchus rises up and is returned to its roots, to Hashem, Le Bechinas Havaya, to Yudke Vavke, Bechinas Chesed, Hashem's name Yudke Vavke, which represents Chesed. Vazai Havaya Elikim, Shem Chesed Ugvura, Kula And when that's accomplished, then the Yudke Vavke Elikim, which the Yudke Vavke and the Elokim, which represent Cheser and Gvura, become one. Vazai Yoidin Shekolmo Hakoila And when that happens, then we are able to realize that whatever Hashem does to us, whether it seems good or it seems bad, it's all really for our good. That's this concept of Hashem, Yudke Vavke and Elokim being one. And Rabbi Enzal says, when a person gets to that level, that's a taste of Olam Haba. And by accomplishing this, by returning the Malchus to its roots, to its source, da By having this vidui in the presence of a Talmud Chacham, which means that the person is performing a major chufa for their sins. Because Rabbeinu Zal explains over there on the Kut when a person commits sins, the words of the Torah that represent those sins become engraved in the bones of the person. And that only gets released when the person has vidui, especially vidui in the presence of a talmud chacham. When a person does a real tshuva, and the person destroys all of the wrong types of desires and all of the wrong type of character traits that a person possesses, which come from the four basic elements of creation. Fire, water, air, and dirt. As Rabbein Azal explains over there. And in addition, the person has this confession in the presence of a Talmud Chacham, which is one of the most powerful ways of returning the fallen Malchus, returning it back to its source. The person who does this becomes connected completely to the infinite light of Hashem, which means a light that's above everything else, above all of the spheroids. Vizer Bichinas Zarko. And Zal says over there in chapter four in the and in other places that this chufa process. Is represented by the musical note Zarka, which starts out at a certain point, it goes down, then it goes up above the level it was on originally, and comes back down to the level where it was on originally, like an S, the letter S on its side. And the Zohar Kodesh says, Zarka de isdirikis la asardis natilas mitamam. Zarqa means that we throw something back to the place where it was originally taken from. We want to return the malchus to its source, which is the infinite light of Hashem, which is another word for the keser, the crown. Which is also a term used in the Zohar Kodesh, which means the highest level of desire possible. Because the malchus of Hashem, which is represented by the letters, we've spoken about this in the past, that there are four components that make up the Torah. Two of them we see in a Sefer Torah, two of them we don't see, even though they're very actual, they're very real. The two that we see are the letters and the crowns on the letters. The two that we don't see are the vowels. If you look in a Sefer Torah, you don't see any vowels written there. And then a still higher level, which is the musical notes. And we're told that these four correspond to the four letters of Hashem's name, Yudke Vovke. Ta'amim, Nekudois, Tagen, Oisios. The musical notes, that corresponds to the letter Yud of Vav Vovkei. Then the nekudois correspond to the he, and then the, the tagin, the crowns, correspond to the vav, and the oisios, the letters are the last letter of yud kei ke. They correspond to the he, that final he, which represents malchus. So Rabbein Hazal says now, ki hamalchus shehi b'chinas the malchus, which is the letters of, of, of speech, Each and every letter of the Aleph Beis is a display of the will of Hashem. The will of Hashem defined that the letter Beis should look the way the letter Beis looks like and the letter Aleph should look the way it looks like. These are both displays of what Hashem wants. When, when a person paints a picture or m- anything like that, that's an expression of the person's will. So Rabbi En-Zal says, the ois are an expression of Hashem's sign Nimtza, therefore, Rabbi En-Zal says over there, we conclude, so nice, that these desires of Hashem, the, the aleph, the beis, the gimel, which are expressions of Hashem's sign. The picture and form of these letters, they are a revelation and a display of Hashem's kingdom. Because, exactly, again, corresponding to the letter He of Yudke Vovke, which is Malchus, and also Rotsoin, will, is synonymous with Malchus. The Gemara says, Rotsoinoi Shelodon Zehu Kivoydoi. The way that you show respect to somebody is by fulfilling their will, doing what they want. So, rotzayin is synonymous with kovoid and kovod is synonymous with malchus. It says, "Until him, ve'yavoim melech hakovod." The chol hainu haynu hatmunois, nimshochen mei ein soif she'en bo Rabbein tells us there that all of these letters, the shapes of these letters, which are all a display of Hashem's Rotzain, of Hashem's Malchus, they draw their light from the Rotzain Ein Soif, from Hashem's infinite Rotzain, which has no shape or form at all. The kes, this light of Keser, this highest light. The Chol hadvarin Vahayeshus Sheba Everything in this materialistic world is, comes from the letters. Hashem created everything with letters. Hainu mimalchus. Ki yeshus himachmas ha Because when any substance that there is to anything, when something is a something, it's a yesh, it exists in physical form, that's because of the sphere of malchus the main reason Hashem created the world was to reveal his kingdom, his malchus because Ein melech you cannot have a king if there's no nation and for this reason on this basis Hashem created the world from nothing to something nothing, ayin is a term that's used regarding the keser. It's a term that's used regarding the ein soif, the infinite unformatted light of Hashem. And again, Hashem created the world from ayin to yesh. Yesh is roshetevos yemin smoil, where there is already a concept of a right and a left. There is physicality already. The Malchus, Soif, and all of Hashem's individual desires, which are expressed in the individual letters, and all of and, and all physical matter, which is Malchus, all of these receive their life energy. From rotzoy Ein from the top, from the keser, from the einzoy, so, that light that's infinite. Kamoish shamru, as the Gemara says, Bechol Shama Wherever you see Hashem's greatness, and Rabbi Nezal says their greatness is malchus, greatness there represents malchus, there you see Hashem's humility, Hashem's ayin. Humility means nothingness like Moshe Rabbeinu said, we are nothing, no more. And Rabbeinu Zal goes on to say over there in Torah Dalit, bechinas Now we can understand a term that's used in the Torah of a person disconnecting completely from the physical, materialistic world. Because when a person wants to connect and become part of that infinite light of Hashem, the person has to get rid of their physicality, their materialistic, their connection to materialism. And with this, we can relate to Moshe Rabbeinu passing away. On Shabbos, at Menchah Shaoz She'oz Hizgalos Rai The Zohar HaKadosh tells us that's the holiest time of the week, that's the highest level holiness of the week, which is called Rai Vadarayven, Ratzayin Sheber the will of all wills, which is another term that's used to describe Keser, or Ein infinity. She'hi b'chinas Ein Whereby all the lower level retzinos, all of the malchus, all of the displaced malchus, draw and receive their life energy from there. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu pass away Shabbos at Mincha when this retzyn ein soif is 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 there? Because Moshe Rabenu had succeeded in eliminating all of his Yeshus, all of his connection to the physical world. Kamei Kosov, as we see clearly, Moshe Rabbeinu said about himself in our "V'enachnu mo, we are nothing." Now, Rabbeinu Zal continues over there. V'zeh shonu royim we see sometimes that a person will be Davening and going along their merry way, and then at some point they're gonna make a deep, deep connection to Hashem. The person becomes suddenly very inspired, very motivated, and they start Davening with passion. Vicholze las Hashem Olav. All of this is a display of Hashem's tremendous kindness for that person. Shaniftachloy Oyorhoin Soif. Whereby Yochel Hashem opened the curtain a little, or Hashem opened the door for this person to receive some of that infinite light from all the way up on high. And when the person is, is experiencing that beetle, that feeling of, I don't want any connection to the physical world, I'm connecting to this infinite light then that person is in a state of not knowing anything, meaning, the person themselves doesn't understand and doesn't know what they themselves are experiencing. It's such an incredible spiritual high. However, Rabbi Nizal points out there, as long as a person is alive in this world, when they make that connection, when the person disconnects completely from the physical world and they connect to this infinite light of Hashem, they have to make sure to do it in a way where they're going up, they're making the connection and coming back down. Kadeshi is say in order so that the physical matter of the person should continue to function. Because Hashem wants us, earthlings, us people down here in this lowly place to serve Him. As as the Pesach says, You, Hashem, want to receive praise from people who are made from dirt, who people are carved out from physical matter. And therefore the person has to be careful not to stay up there, not to stay in that state of beetle, in that state of his pashto sagashmias, only when it becomes the person's final time to leave the world permanently and, and for Hashem to take the person's soul then the person can go all out, open throttle on this beetle, on this whereas so long as a person is living in this world, this detaching myself from the physical world has to be done in a matter where I'm disconnecting, but I'm ready to reconnect at the right time. That's this rotzoy vasoiv going up and coming back down. Nimzo kishuhu Bachinas Vashoiv. So therefore when the person is in that category of Vashoiv that they're coming back down, laharo then the person has to share with their brain what they this experience that they had, this incredible high-level spiritual experience that they had. Because when the person first connected to that infinite light of Hashem, the Das, they disconnected from the Das. There was, no, there was no intellect involved there, there was no thinking. This was a deep spiritual connection that's beyond words and beyond any thoughts. Kumashikosav, as it says, that no one knew, no one knew the place where, where Moshe Rabbin is buried. It's referring to there. However, when the person is coming back down, they're returning, the person is going back into their normal way of thinking and processing things with their brain the person is coming back into their physical body, then the person is going back into normal thinking. When the person is returning to their normal thinking, then the person realizes what they experience, this oneness of Hashem, this goodness of Hashem on the highest level. And then that person doesn't see any difference between when Hashem seems to be conducting himself to, with us with kindness, or when Hashem seems to be applying judgment.. Because up there, in Ain Soif, in that highest place, there's no concept of shin of of different way, different of, of any differences. Ki hashinu, enom ella b'shinoi hatmunois, because the different, the variety is only down here in the different color, the, the different formats and shapes of the letters. Av lalide advekus bain soif, but when a person when a person connects to that infinite light of Hashem, to that keser, to that bitul, there there is no right and left. There is no chesed gvura. There is only kishom ratzoyim poshul. There, there is unformatted will of Hashem. It doesn't take on any any shape or form of din or chesed. Viachakach. And then afterwards, when the person comes back down, there remains with the person an imprint of that oneness that they connected to before. And then the person comes all the way back down, they return. Meaning, that imprint that they received from that incredible spiritual high that they had, that imprint gets shared with their intellectual thought, with their das. Whereby the person knows and understands and realizes that everything is good. What seems bad and what seems good from Hashem, it's all really good. And this is what's meant in this famous pasuk where it says you were zeched to come to the realization that Hashem is Elokim, that these two are one and the same. Study chapter 4 in the well so that you'll be able to understand Rav al here gave us a summary over there Rav goes into it in more detail. This is obviously a deep concept. But do these very high levels have any relevance for ordinary people? Question in the chat, the answer is yes. In Shulchan Aruch, in Hebrew law, it tells us that when a Jew davens shachris in the morning, we start off on the bottom, we start off at the last hey of Yudke Vavke, at the Malchus, we start off in Karbonas, talking about animals, animal sacrifices. Then we go up to the next level, we go to Psuke de Zimra, singing the praises of Hashem. Then we go to the next level, Kriyashma, and the Brachas in front of it and back of it. And from there, we're about to go into the highest level connection to Hashem, which is the Shmon Esrei. And there the Shulchan Aruch tells us that you should know that in previous generations when Tzadikim would Davin Shmon Esrei, they would have complete Hispastus sagashmius. They would disconnect completely from the world, from the physical world and from their body. They would, they would take their, their brain to a place connecting to that Rotzain Ein soiv, to that Ayin. And the fact that it's presented in Shulchan Aruch is to tell us that this applies to each and every one of us on our level. That when a person is davening shmon Esrei, a person has to try to really concentrate, not to look out of the sitter if they're looking into a sitter, otherwise to have their eyes closed completely and concentrating on connecting to this one with Hashem, becoming completely one with Hashem. This super high level. So it does have an application to each and every one of us. And whenever a person is davening, especially tefillah, which is this dveikus, person closes their eyes tightly and wants to, by closing their eyes, they show they want to, I want to close my eyes to the physical, materialistic world around me. And I want to go up. Just like Rabbi Nezal says in chapter 65 on the Kutimran, that when a person's eyes are open regular they can see a certain distance, they can see five miles, let's say, out into the ocean on a clear day. If there's something that's six miles away and you want to be able to see it, if you squint, if you close the aperture of the eye a little bit, if you squint, your, your vision is able to reach out further, it's able to, to go farther out. Rabbeinu Mezal says so too, if a person wants to look into the next world, a person wants to look up to the keser, the way to do it is, hispashtu Sagashmi is. person needs to disconnect, to try each and every one of us on our level to, to remove the chains that are chaining us to the physical, materialistic world. That I'm, that, that, that's not my main interest. That's not my most, cons, most important concern in life. Food and, and other things like that. My, my most important desire is to connect to Hashem. Any other questions?
1: Good morning, Two quick questions. Raikva, the the Rif... What is that called again? We
0: mentioned that? On Shabbos afternoon, the highest level? Riva deriving Riva Raiva de yes. Is that
1: what you experience when you have this sense of joy, like unbelievable, crazy... Like, even like a little bit after chakra, you say, it's... it's I want to ask the Rav, is it possible it's like 16 hours after Kinesis Shabbos? There's like this crazy feeling. It's like it's like in the summer, it's like after Shabbos' nap, and in the winter, it's like much earlier. I, I can't, I don't know what, that's what this is.
0: Riva to The answer is each and every person could experience it on their level, in their own way. We're told that, again, the six days of the week are a preparation for Shabbos. Just like we said, those first three parts of the Tefillah Shachras are preparing us for the highest high, which is Shmon Esrei. <coughs> on Shabbos, number one, all negative forces leave us, they disconnect from us, they, go, they run away to hide, and we receive an Esham Yaseira. So on Shabbos, we're, we're get, getting to a completely different level than during the weekdays. And then on Shabbos itself, there are three stages. There's Friday night, Shabbos morning, and Shabbos afternoon. And Shabbos afternoon is the peak. It's the highest high of the week. That's when a person can make the highest level, deepest level connection to Hashem. That's why we say, We say that on Shabbos at Mincha. And Rabbi Nelson writes in another place, that's why the great tzaddikim among the chassidim, would give their weekly Shi'ur, their most important Shi'ur of the week, was Shabbos at Mincha. And the singing, the, the, the meal, eating the meal of Shalashuras and the singing that takes place at Shalashuddas, that's supposed to be the highest Dveikus of Shabbos, and the highest Dveikus of the whole week. Thank you. Anyone else, please? Okay, this was all introduction from Likute Maran, and that was one of the deeper chapters of Likute Maran. That was a Shir that Rabbein gave on Shavuos. Now Rab begins his discussion. Paragraph Aleph, Bechinas Isur kilayim. Based on this chapter on Likute Maran, we're going to understand what's behind Hashem telling us that we're forbidden to mix certain things that are different from each other. He iker Habrio Hoisobishwima tahle saze, She Taksur Kol Habrio, Vitiye Mechlelis, Bain Soif, Sheze Iker, Hatachlis, Shokol, Hanevroem Sheboilam, Sheasuru Shalosham Horishan. The main purpose of creation was that Hashem created lower level beings with the intention that he wants these lower level beings to reconnect with their source, to reconnect with what was before creation, which was just the infinite light of Hashem. That's our ultimate goal, to return to our roots. Because Hashem brought the whole creation into into existence, from complete nothingness, from totally unformatted light into formatted light, yesh. He did all of that specifically for the sake of the holy Jewish nation. So that as a result of we, the Jewish people, serving Hashem, and connecting deeply to Hashem, we would be able to elevate ourselves and everything else in the world and get, get it to reconnect with our original source. Sheyachzer hakoil bein Soif, That everything would be able to return and connect to this infinite light of Hashem. Avol kol man However, so long as the world continues to exist and function, this incredible, high-level, deep connection back to our roots must be done in a way that we're able to come back down. Because Hashem wants this physical, materialistic world to continue to exist, to perpetuate. So that we, the Jewish people, would be able to serve Hashem specifically from this lowly world. Whereby this is the greatest pleasure and joy of Hashem. When we earthlings, when we people down here on earth in this very low place that's very far from spirituality, and yet, we're able to connect to the Torah, to the mitzvahs, which connect us to spirituality. We're able to daven. With this, we understand the Apostle and Parashas Barashas, where it says that all of the vegetation, all the plants and trees, were still under the ground. They had not come out yet. Why? Because man had not yet come to the world. Because Rav Nosan Zal says, the whole concept of plants and trees and vegetation growing from the ground is one of the most incredible things of Hashem. Because through this we get to see Hashem's wonders all the time. That Hashem does these incredible things all the time. Whereby from one grain, one kernel of grain can come forth several stalks, a few different stalks of wheat, of that grain. Ve'ikar ha'gitul hu'achar sh'agaren nizbale And when does, the, when does the plant or tree start really coming up above the ground? When the seed that you put into the ground actually rots. And it becomes almost nothing. It almost disappears. choizer mimenu ha'nitzmach. That's when the product, the blade of grass, or the plant, or the tree, whatever you're trying to plant, starts coming forth. Ilonois trees, oitvua, or grain, v'kioitzvah, or whatever it is. And this will explain why no produce, no grass, plant, vegetation, grain, Fruit trees can grow without first burying the seed in the ground. Because the main ability to grow and blossom forth is only by nullifying oneself to the infinite light of Hashem. removing oneself removing from oneself completely. The, the physical, the materialistic. Ki ha-gidol va-hatsmichol chadasha. Because a plant growing or anything growing from the ground is a new creation. V'alkein yefshir kim alidei sheh zoyor nagaren And that's why it's impossible for that to happen without placing the seed in the ground. V'ho'aretz hi-bechinaz shiflus. And the ground represents humility beginas ayin, nothings, nothingness, theshomnis bala hasish, and theshomnis bala Hagarin, and there the seed rats, it falls apart, ana siin the ve'efes. to the point where it almost disappears. There only remains a drop of that seed that you put into the ground. And that's when that seed, that tiny drop of the seed that remains, that plant that's going to grow from it, becomes completely detached from Gashmius, and becomes nichlal in the infinite light of Hashem, and then it comes back down from there. May ayin leyesh from ayin, from complete nothingness, from that highest level to yesh, coming back down into physicality. The and now that little seed that you put into the ground that almost disappeared now. Now it becomes renewed with a new strength to the point where there comes forth and grows from that little seed a large tree or whatever other type of product or produce that comes from it. We'll hold it over here for now. We'll continue from here in the next shear Any questions before we close? We're starting a new week. Today is Yom Rishon of Parshas VaYechi, which is the Seum of Chumash Bereshis. We wish today. We hope to have the Shir and Chaim Aran in the afternoon. Today is Sunday afternoon. Wishing everybody a wonderful week. We should be zayecha to do our part to connect Hashem with this beetle and to come back down and to be able to realize that everything Hashem does is for our good. And be to see Hashem give us the ultimate goodness, the coming of Moshiach, the binyin be samitash, meher vyameinu, amen vyamein.
1: Rudason, can I ask a quick
0: question? Go ahead.
1: Um, so, why are we learning Kuria HaLachas? In other words, some would say, well, why don't you just buy Shulchan Aruch? Like, why? What are they bringing? And, and then the, and then someone might say, yeah, but you're, you're Ashkenaz, it's not really our Haq. So I know it's a silly question, but I mean, I love Yashir and I want to go buy one because I feel like I get a lot of Hana and Simchas Chaim um, from uh, this situation here. Mm-hmm. So when someone says, well, why are you not buying a Ashkenaz, what do I tell myself? Or what do I tell other people why I have liquid halachas on my shelf? That's
0: my question. The answer is to give us a deeper insight into what's behind these halachas. Halacha is do this, you tell, you tell a kid, uh, sweep, t- p- flick the switch, you'll turn on the light, push this button, this, and this will happen. But for a child to be able to understand, to know a little bit about what electricity it is and how it works and what it's all about, when a person is learning just halacha plain halacha they're getting the lowest level of knowledge of what the will of Hashem is when a person is learning they're getting possibly one of the highest levels of knowledge of what the will of Hashem is really all about and what the, the mitzvahs and the Torah and connecting to Hashem is really all about yeah, all the best